0: The first hint that there was anything wrong, seriously wrong, that is, came before 7 a.m. on a sunny Friday morning, and, at the time, the hint was not taken. At 6.50, precisely, the milk float belonging to amalgamated dairies drew up outside Briardale in Byron Avenue, Richmond, and one of the company's most reliable drivers, a Mr. Meehan, got down with Briardale's regular two pints and a carton of orange juice held ready in his hand. Because it was late April, and the weather, though fine, was still chilly, Mr. Meehan wore a grey-knitted scarf tucked into his green-and-white A.D. uniform. Like its neighbours, Briardale was set back a little from the road, and a row of ornamental cypresses helped to screen it from passers-by. For a matter of moments, therefore, Mr. Meehan's milk float was out of sight, and it was just as he was putting down the orange juice that he heard a sound that he recognised— It was the sound of someone tampering with the handbrake. Mr. Meehan did not hesitate. He ran back down the drive, shouting as he did so, "'What's going on there? What's going on?' But he was too late. The hill on which Byron Avenue stood is a steep one, and already the milk float was in full motion. Milk floats are not built for speed.' "'Their springs and shock absorbers cannot stand up to more than about ten miles per hour, "'and by the time Mr. Meehan caught sight of it, "'the float with the amalgamated dairy symbol on the side "'was already cruising downhill at well over fifteen. "'The milk bottles in their wire crates were jangling together like cymbals. "'Less than a hundred yards from the quiet of Byron Avenue "'lay the busy main thoroughfare. "'In his mind's eye, Mr. Meehan could see the impending disaster.' The impact with some passing bus or lorry, the shattered glass, the build-up collisions with oncoming traffic, the arrival of the ambulance, the police car, even possibly the fire engine. Heroically, he started in pursuit, but he was not in condition, and it was soon obvious that the milk float was out distancing him. Not that he need have bothered. The area gas board was once more relaying one of its main conduits down the whole length of Byron Avenue. A row of little yellow flags fluttered there, with red warning lamps strung along wires as for a garden party. The milk float hit the first of the yellow flags and then went down the line demolishing the flags and the red lamps one after another like a bulldozer. Then the milk float hit the gas board's portable compressor unit. The compressor unit was more massively built than the milk float. It was battleship strong. Even so, it was wrenched from its position and left lurching over on its side but as for the milk float, that was demolished. Bottles, cartons, eggs in boxes, tubs of yogurt and packs of butter were scattered across the roadway. What was left of the milk float came to rest upside down, its wheels still spinning. The danger to traffic in the high road was thus over, but it was not of a multiple pile-up that Mr. Meehan was now thinking. It was something that he had seen, or claimed to have seen, just before the milk float collided with the compressor unit. Mr. Meehan did not vary in his story. Over and over again he repeated it to the police inspector, the dairy's own divisional superintendent, and the insurance assessor. As soon as the leading yellow flag had been uprooted, so Mr. Meehan affirmed, First one, then two, and subsequently three small, brightly-coated creatures had jumped off the milk float, rolled over on the grass verge beside the roadway, and, shaking themselves, had darted off into the shelter of one of the adjoining gardens. Like little chimps they was, he kept asserting, like those bloody little chimps on the TV. It was then only as an afterthought that it had come to him. And they was whistling, he said, Little bursts of it, all three of them, and you could still hear them even when they was out of sight. Less than a week later, on May Day to be exact, a second, strange, unrelated incident occurred. Unrelated at the time, that is. It took place in Regent's Park in the gardens of the London Zoo. The aquarium beneath the Mapin Terraces was the scene of the occurrence. At 6.30... When the gardens closed, everything was as quiet and orderly as usual. The aquarium was already shut. Only the green accommodation lights over the doorways had been left on.